Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The fastest three hours in radio. You're with Brian Kilmeade. I never thought, you know, that I'd have uh, to compete with the government. We need to move on. <laughs> we, we have jobs available. We need to just, you know, um, stop what we have with the over-incentivizing. We need to get people into jobs. Otherwise, what's going to happen is there's going to be small businesses, perhaps like myself, that's just not going to be able to make it. And what am I going to do? I'm going to contribute to unemployment. Uh, we're down about 25% as far as the pre-pandemic employees that we had, we'll hire someone and pretty much just say, do you have any friends that want a job at the time? Like, they're hired too. Like, can you start today? The server makes $28 an hour and the bars in, in, in the high 40s, and we still can't find somebody to come fill these spots. So that's um, something that's very, very frustrating for us. Two bar restaurant owners who joined me this morning on Fox and Friends, uh, speaking up for a lot of people who cannot get workers back to work because of the extension of the unemployment benefits and the supplement. They're getting paid more not to work, not so much they're getting unemployment, but more than they get when they go to work. So they are not. 42% of all small businesses are understaffed. That One of those restaurant owners said, I cannot stay open seven days a week. I have to do rotating um, I have to rotate how many days I can stay open because my staff is 35% understaffed. John Taffer joins us now. Everything I told you, he knows, he lives. That's what his show's about. That's what his industry's about. That's where his expertise is in. He's host and executive producer of Bar Rescue, New York Times bestselling author, founder of Taff- Taffer's Mixologist, and host of the John Taffer podcast. John, when I, I wanted to play that for you because we talked about this last night. This is what you're finding in Las Vegas, right? And around the country? Oh, it's unbelievable, Brian. You drive down the strip in Las Vegas and those huge great signs that are normally uh, promoting restaurants and entertainers say help wanted. Uh, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, Vegas, you know, we have thousands and thousands of employees that are needed to staff our hotels properly. Why are they and not there? About, Why are they not there? Well, because of enhanced unemployment benefits. And, and think about this for a moment. The current administration said that by July 4th, they expected things to be fine for the summer. Remember that? Yep. Why did they then extend unemployment benefits to September? They're contradicting their own logics. So if we're being told that the summer we'll all be able to come back, we need our employees, Brian. Think about this. 14 months these restaurants have suffered. New York City three weeks ago went up 60% in one week when restrictions were lifted. Imagine this, Brian. Your customers are coming back. You have the opportunity to finally make a dollar or two, and now you can't get your employees to serve those customers. And there's a chance that you're not going to get those employees till the end of the summer. It's a nightmare. So you've had Bar Rescues, who's been a stunningly successful series. It's now in season eight. The premiere episode is Sunday, May 2nd at 10 o'clock on the Paramount Network. But this is a different Bar Rescue, isn't it? Oh, it's a very different year. First of all, we, we shot the season in Las Vegas, Brian. And my logic was Las Vegas had a 35% unemployment ratio and got impacted by the 
pandemic more than any other city because we have a centric economy. We're based so much on hospitality here. So we chose to do all of our rescues here in Las Vegas, not, not operations on the Strip and billion-dollar casinos. These are all local operations. And these operations serve the hospitality employees that serve all of the tourists that come to Vegas. Brian, stories are heartbreaking. For example, one family lost their house three days before we got there. I put them all in hotels while we were there. When I arrived, four boys under 10 years old were sleeping on the floor above the restaurant. Wow. That's the depth that these shutdowns and this pandemic has affected people. In the past, Bar Rescue was about saving businesses. This season, it's about saving families, saving lives, saving people's existences. It's unbelievable the depth of suffering, Brian. I was surprised by it, Wow! uh, even after being so close to it all. And you were coming on with us when the pandemic hit almost a year ago, Tay Priyana, regularly on TV and radio, because you were saying, you know, this is going to be different. I mean, this is brand, you can't blame bad management. This is a virus that's forcing that hit arguably the hospitality industry, hotels and restaurants, casinos, worse than, let alone sports, worse than anything else. And when you went back, you must have been thinking all along, how do I approach the season? Can we hear a little bit of what you sent us of what we can expect this year? Sure. Yeah. Let's See, you guys are thinking that things are great because you leave with money in your pocket, but your actions behind the bar are causing his failure. This past year, overpours, taking care of friends, maybe keeping a tip or two and applying it towards a sale, that $165,000 cost him his home. His home. Is that fair? Wow. And is that basically, what what could you tell us about that, uh, that restaurant? Well, that was a perfect example. He was open to 25% capacity. He had a chance of making money. And and candidly, the staff, because they're struggling to survive, Brian, are doing things that uh, are lacking integrity on their end, to say it nicely. And everybody's trying to survive. Meanwhile, they're going home with money, the bartenders, and the owner isn't. And he lost his house over it. And it's a very difficult situation because so many people are desperate for income right now uh, 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 in this environment. But, Brian, what what really is the struggle for this is now we see the curfew in New York still impacting with 11 o'clock closures, which makes no sense. I think we're up to 12 now. Isn't it interesting? We're up to 12. But still, so I can have my restaurant full at 11, but I can't have it full at 12. It makes no sense whatsoever. So the illogic and the inconsistency is what's hurt us so much. We don't know what's going to happen next month. And for the first time, we see light at the end of the tunnel, Brian. I mean, New York City, as I mentioned, went up 60% in one week, three weeks ago. We're seeing huge increases. The Las Vegas Strip, Brian, you'll be impressed. It's pretty busy. Uh, uh, The protocols are safe. People feel safe when they come to the facilities. The restaurants are safe. The casinos are safe. Uh, When you go to Las Vegas and, and, and drive down the Strip, it's all California license plates. Wow. So everybody is leaving California. Yep. They're coming here to Nevada. But I have one other interesting thing to mention to you that, that I think you'll find interesting. I have a crew of 57 uh, for Bar Rescue to travel with me, and most of them are from Southern California. My crew's based in L.A. So they all came here to Nevada. We have serious uh, uh, COVID protocols in production. We have three COVID officers on set and all sorts of COVID protocols. And none of them could get vaccinated while they were in California. But they've been here with me me for eight weeks shooting in Vegas. All of them got vaccinated here in Nevada. 
So these are California residents that qualified to be vaccinated in Nevada, but didn't qualify to be vaccinated in California. Just so my crew is pretty run. much all vaccinated because Nevada was able to do it. Yeah, because they're terribly run. That's why they're recalling the governor uh, from for about nine months now. It's been evident to the entire world how overmatched he is and how bureaucratic that state is. Why? That's why people are leaving that uh, that state that offers so much. Here's another cut from another bar uh, on Bar Rescue this season, which begins May 2nd. Cut 42. So I want you to understand, he lost his house. He's borrowing money to survive, thinking it's the pandemic. But it's not. It's you guys. Had you done this right and be responsible in the alcohol, the money transactions, he wouldn't be having this problem right now. And when I talk to him, and he talks about so proudly how he kept you guys working and how you mean so much to him and how he fought for you and you're his best friend. And you f***ed him. Wow. And what was there? I mean, it is heavy. And was it because of the cameras picked this up? Was it because you had observers there? Uh, Well, I bring my cameras in a couple of days earlier, so we watch ahead of time. But I also bring in something called Partender, where I bring this in and we do a complete inventory. And then we let them run for three or four days on their own, and then we take inventory again. So we know exactly what was taken and where, and we compare it against the cash register. So I do a bit of an audit, if you will, before I get there, Brian. So I know the numbers better than they do, and I catch them. Wow. And, and is this the, the same? Uh, is that the same? Is that the same episode? No, that's a different episode. Wow. actually. Uh, you know, what's interesting about this season, Brian, is everybody's so quick to say pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. But, you know, I have a lot of friends in the restaurant industry that did pretty well this year. They were very nimble. They moved to family style meals. They moved to delivery really quickly. They did a lot of things to try to establish themselves. They did things like gold belly and, and shipping and, and all sorts of things. And then you look at some of these operations that went down in the pandemic. But, you know, they didn't save money when they could have. They didn't remodel when they could have. So I don't allow everyone to blame the pandemic 100% on this. Uh, Sure, it's 80% responsible. But in some cases, these businesses could have adapted better or had better resources or run themselves better beforehand. So I don't allow them to put all the blame on the pandemic, Brian. There are certain things they're still responsible for. And I have to call them out on that. I'm there to help them. So it's interesting, too, because, you know, we're watching plexiglass at bars, watching plexiglass between uh, some type of divider between booths. Do you like yep. some of this stuff to stay? Do you expect some of this stuff to stick around? Is some of this stuff better uh, in the long run for restaurants, the cleanliness uh, they were forced to go through, the type of antiseptic behavior they were forced to adapt to? You know, it's interesting. I was doing a bit of a, a research and a, and a little study for myself on what would remain post-pandemic. And certainly face masks and kitchen are something that's going to remain. Really? Because it makes sense. They're cheap enough to, I believe so. Because in kitchen and food production, we still have flus and viruses and colds and things like that to consider. It's a simple procedure. I think it's going to remain uh, uh, face masks in kitchens, back of the house kitchens. Also, certainly curbside delivery is something, whether it's a hardware store or supermarket, or a restaurant, people love the convenience of curbside delivery. So we're seeing now businesses being modified. New retail stores are being built with curbside delivery pickup areas. And 
all of the physical changes are being made to make curbside delivery a permanent part of our economy across all business types. But that's the consumer saying that I like this convenience. I want it to continue. Other things that we're going to see continuing certainly are, are, are hand washing procedures. People are certainly going to be more sensitive about that. I think we're going to see hand sanitizing dispensers remain in restaurants for a very, very long time, certainly around restrooms and things like that. So I think a lot of these types of conveniences and, you know, reasonable safety uh, uh, practices are going to remain post-pandemic. Yeah, you... I'm supportive of some of them. You know, right. I'm a nutcase on cleanliness. So I'm supportive of, of a great many of them remaining. Uh, but like, what would definitely help when you get started putting your tables back, right, and maximizing your space. Absolutely. Once we get to 100% capacity, uh, uh, Brian, which will be this summer, I see a boomtown. I see a roaring 20s. Think about this for a second. If we lost about 38% of our restaurants nationally, some in some areas more, other areas less, and we hit boomtown this summer and people really come out, well, we're going to have an active marketplace with 38% less capacity. So wouldn't it stand to reason that those restaurants that survive could have one heck of a summer if we can get employees? What bothers me most is these terrible policies for business are going to get reinforced because we're just allowed to go leave the sideline. And what's happened is these unfriendly taxes that are hurting the people that work the hardest and de-incentivizing people to work at all. Are going to be, well, look at the economy, look at these numbers, just because we're now back on the tracks. Well, this is the chance for government to get out of the way, isn't it? Really, Brian? Is it a chance to let the marketplace come back? Certainly, people are ready to do so. We have good uh, uh, confidence numbers, right? Uh, uh, The sales numbers are going up. Every retailer and restaurant is reporting increased sales. So, this is the time for government to step out of the way. The Restaurant Recovery Act was good, Brian. It gave us dollars to pay debt, pay back old mortgages, do the things we needed to do. Now's the time for government to get out of the way. Let us take Mm -hmm. our masks off outside. Let us fill our restaurants and Let America be responsible for itself like we should be. Last cut, just a little bit more this season. By the way, you're going to pass the 200th episode sometime. We'll air in June, which is what an accomplishment as you get set to premiere season eight of Bar Rescue. Cut 43. This pandemic, you have busted your ass to keep them working, haven't you? I have. And you realize there are times that they're And I just want to be straight with you. Sometimes as an owner, you treat them like family, but they're not there is something that should greatly concern you about the way your bartending staff is functioning back there. And I'm being straight with you. The numbers are what they are. If they love you like you think and you've stepped up for them, now's the time for them to step up for you. Do they? <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. If there's anything I've learned this year during the pandemic, if I can be sort of philosophical for a second, we've all learned this year how much we need each other, Brian. We need to support businesses in our community. It's up to us to do so. We really need to protect each other from a health standpoint. You know, we've really learned how much we need each other. Employees need employers more than ever. Employers need employees more than ever. We need customers more than ever. Everybody should have a greater level of appreciation for the fact that we need each other now. And I'm finding that when you present that formula or that premise to employees and owners, Mm -hmm. they're buying in, Brian. They get it. They really need their employees now. Their employees have suffered. This is the time to step up and be good to them and provide them with security and make them feel good again and vice versa. So this is an interesting time for all of us now to understand how much we need each other 
to pull this back together again. And show some integrity and get back to work and help people out. I know the $300 is tempting, but we really need you in the workforce. And people aren't going to forget that you came back because soon those jobs will not be available. John Taffer, Season 8 of Bar Rescue begins Sunday, May 2nd at 10 o'clock on the Paramount Network. Watch the entire year. It's one of the few real reality shows you'll see. Nothing fake about this. John, thanks so much. Great to talk to you, Brian. Be well. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Dominich, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Dominich Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.